Hey, everybody. It's football season. Week one's finally here. We don't have to keep talking about the same old, sh- you know what, every every Wednesday, well, now every Wednesday, every Wednesday, now we get to actually talk about real games and things that matter. I couldn't be more excited. <laughs> you sound pumped up. <laughs> you sound super thrilled, super excited. <laughs> well, that and it's also episode 69. It is episode 69. That is very true. We didn't plan that. <laughs> is it ever planned? <laughs> Not very well. No. <laughs> if it is, we don't do the best job. <laughs> but we make do and we put out, you know, quality content. But you're right. It's time for actual football. No more preseason garbage. I'm so excited. Me too. Heard somebody sign today. Oh yeah? Welcome. To the Common Ground Football Podcast. Here are your hosts, Brian McLaughlin and Andrew Guzman. Winning! Jared Goff signed you. That's who you meant, right? That is who I meant. Yeah, today. exactly. Uh, Common Ground Football Podcast, episode number 6969. Uh, we are finally here at week one. Of the 2019 NFL season, uh, which is so great because I was about to um, stop doing the show until preseason was going to be over because I couldn't, I could not handle it anymore. Uh, but you know what? There's nobody more exciting in football than Bill Belichick. Word, I agree. Right? I mean, a press conference with Bill Belichick is. Well, it's it just really gets you pumped up, and he uh, well, he was asked today about football, and you have not heard this yet, and I wanted to start with it, so uh, I have to play this because it's the opening night. Here we go. Still, after all these years, you still get excited for the, for the opening night. <clears throat> yeah, I like football. I like football season, all the things that go with it. <laughs> so uh, that would have been my answer. That's that, that is. Uh, absolute fantastic Bill Belichick, classic Bill Belichick. <laughs> yeah, I like football and uh, football things. Well, football, I like football. So, do you like football? <laughs> I like football and like everything football. that goes with it. And everything. <laughs> okay, so this is uh, just like uh, last year. I mean, if this is your first season with us, welcome. Um, if you've been with us through last season, then you know what to expect here. This is a loaded episode. We. Uh, really get into our normal stuff next week where it's just you know very structured and whatnot and we still have fun we're still pretty loose but uh this one is loaded because it's our beginning of the season we will quickly talk about last week's preseason games very quickly i even wrote quick on the show notes because why do we want to spend too much time on that let's put it in the rearview mirror be done with it uh and then we got Definitely have some cowboy stuff to talk about. There was a signing that happened, and I'm sure Andrew has a million things to say about it. Uh, so we'll definitely let him say a couple things. There's a couple signings. There's a couple, and we'll let him say, you know, a few things here and there. And then uh, we'll move on to the Seahawks. Uh, big deal happened there, and we'll get into that. And uh, and then slide right into uh, there's a couple NFL stories I want to go over, including the Jared Goff contract, just because it's a it's a big freaking contract, what it is. And uh, and then we'll preview this week's games, New York Giants, the football giants of New York with 
giant oversized helmet Eli Manning are traveling to Dallas and uh, they will play the Cowboys on Sunday. So we'll talk about that game. Cincinnati makes the trip to Seattle to open up the season on Sunday as well. And then we go into a little bit of fun in this episode. We're going to do Dennis from Ohio has a question for the week and we got three different winners basically we're going to pick some winners because everybody does it and i want to do what everybody else does except for our own spicy little take on it (laughs) and then we'll do uh we'll do our first uh pick winners from all the games for the week um and then as we will the entire season we'll close it out with our game picks of our own games and uh see how that goes so um i'm excited i can't wait let's get right into it very very quick recap of the fourth preseason game and everything that went with it uh how to go for dallas good for those guys awesome (laughs) uh i was working that day didn't get to really catch a whole lot of that one you Um, you don't miss much dallas uh dallas wrapped up the preseason against tampa i don't even remember the score wasn't paying attention um (laughs) But you could tell that um, you could tell the couple, the few players that were guaranteed to be cuts, and um, obviously uh, backup quarterback Mike White was one of those, and it just he just could ne- it did never clicked for him, um, you know, over the past couple seasons. So, you know, unfortunate for him. But as far as the rest of the roster, um, I <clears throat> I don't think there was anybody who really made their case. For that final fifty-three, um, I think the majority of that was over those that second and third preseason yeah. game, and obviously training camp. But that definitely that third preseason game kind of solidified everything for some of those um, on the bubble guys. Sweet. Um, not going to do awesome and bummer this week for that because uh, you didn't get a chance to watch it, and it's the fourth preseason game. Who cares? So um, I'll get Seahawks. They play the Raiders. Uh, one seventeen to fifteen. I had to write that down because I couldn't remember either. Finished preseason three and one. Hooray! They finished at zero and four last year, and you know, went to the playoffs. So, um, I you know what the highlight of the game. Same thing. I, I don't know that a bunch of players made necessarily um, solidified their case, as you would say. Uh, but there were definitely some some good things. It was a much better game than I expected it to be. I did get to watch all of it, um, but those guys were fighting hard for spots, so they actually played some decent football. And uh, but the highlight, I thought, had nothing to do with you know the guys. Well, it did on the field, but they let Russell Wilson call the plays for an entire quarter, and then that became a story. And then yeah, but you know what? It was it was fun. Like you don't usually see, especially Russell. Like you don't he's on the sideline with a play sheet and head and a headset on and he did the entire second quarter and one of his drives was a four four play uh touchdown with geno smith and uh so yeah it was fun you know i i kind of hope maybe they're testing him out a little bit they don't let russell do very much ad-libbing they don't do the old well you know you can check out of it type of thing offense it's pretty much this is the play and you can tell that when they run a, a play uh, and it's a run play and it goes absolutely nowhere <laughs> like hey russell i i'm football i'm not the smartest football guy in the world but even i can see 
that they're stacking guys up and they're just going to stuff it. And, and what are you doing? You got one-on-one coverage over there. Why don't you do something fancy? Coach says you can't check out of it. <laughs> exactly. So I, I'm hoping maybe. But go the, Hawks. But go Hawks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, I'm just going to drink some of my recovery water and, uh, you know, come back to it next week. Hey, we're it's championship game, you know, every, every week, every week. Uh, you know, go Hawks. <laughs> oh, Russell. Uh, yeah. So I'm, I'm, like I said, hoping that maybe they're going to let him do a little bit more of that. So it was a highlight. It was fun. Uh, but other than that, preseason is done. So moving right along with the fourth preseason game means that Saturday was the big cutdown day from 90 players, 90 plus down to 53 all in one swoop. You started seeing, uh, I don't know how it was for Dallas, but you started seeing a couple of moves made ahead of time, players being waived. And, uh, and then, of course, the Seahawks like to wait until the very last minute, like way past deadline to even tell you what they did. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. annoying. But let's start in Dallas. Uh, what's your 2019 roster look like? <laughs> uh, who made it? Who didn't? Any surprises? And then after that, you got a couple contracts to talk about. Sure do. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> <laughs> That's his official voice. The official contract voice. Um, as far as roster cuts, there wasn't anything that was really surprising. I mean, obviously Mike White was a little bit of a surprise only because he was in his second year. Um, he was still a young guy, but you know, I guess Dallas decided they had seen enough and then we're going to move on and, and, uh, probably pick up another quarterback this coming draft. But, um, it was one of my concerns kind of going into the season, but having only Cooper rush as the backup to Dak, uh, does make me nervous. Um, I think Cooper could be – he definitely could be solid. Um, but I just don't think he can play at that a level that uh, that Dak does. Um, and that, that does worry me. Um, other than that, though, I mean, there were, really wasn't a whole lot of surprises. You kind of knew going into that third and fourth preseason game really what the roster was. Um, and there really is not a whole lot of changes uh, from last year. Um, one of the free agent signings they had this offseason, though, uh, George Iloka, he was released. Um, and that's obviously due to the emergence of um, Xavier Woods, who you saw last year kind of do what he do or do what he did <laughs> and only got only got better um, over the course of the offseason. And then um, with the rise of Donovan Wilson as well. So um, Iloka came, he played uh, preseason and then was let go. Um but other than that, no, there wasn't there wasn't any any big big surprises. Um, now, obviously, the big story that everyone's been talking about was Zeke. Uh, but we're, Who? we're not going to jump there first. So actually, um, Ooh, on tease. I, sh- I think it was Monday. It was either Monday or Tuesday. I can't remember. But anyways, uh, Dallas and uh, right tackle Lyle Collins actually agreed on a contract extension. So. Um, Collins gets an extension of five years and 50 million, I believe with a 30 or $35 million guarantee. Um, definitely becomes the highest right tackle to get that kind of guaranteed money. But, um, you know, that was one of those moves that, um, Steven Jones and Jerry Jones had said in the off season that, look, there's going to be other contracts that you may not be talking about. And, 
Uh, Jalen Smith is obviously one of those. Not a lot of people were talking about that. And then now you have Collins. So now uh, minus um, my mind went totally blank. That happens. Minus Connor Williams, who's who's on his rookie deal. Um, the Dallas offensive line is, I mean, they're all structure are all uh, under contract and are all set to be there. So, I mean, the core of your team is all set for right. the future. Um, and then with that group, I mean, you've seen what that group can do when they when they're all together and when they're all healthy and um, they're all playing together. So that I mean that's going to be one of definitely one of those underrated moves. Um, you know they didn't they didn't break the bank or anything like that. It was just a, you know it was a very good deal for Collins and for the team. Um, and you got to remember Collins was a player who would have been a first round pick, um, but I I want to say in the week leading up to the draft he kind of gotten his name was mentioned in I believe a murder investigation which he had no connection to other than it was a former girlfriend or something like that. Um, but unfortunately, you know, his draft stock went way out the window. Um, so good for him, you know, after his third or this is, I believe this is his fourth year, um, you know, getting that extension being taken care of and, um, you know, having nothing to worry about. Now, obviously the big one that everybody was watching, everybody was talking about was Zeke Elliott. And we kind of knew, we talked about it last week. I didn't think, and you didn't think that he was going to be missing any games, no. period. Um, and sure enough, the night before he started to hear some rumblings the night before, uh, uh, the first practice in preparation for the giants game, he kind of heard rumblings that there was some talking going on and back and forth. And they, when it comes to these, especially like these big holdouts, you've got national guys saying one thing, local guys saying another thing, um, you know, bloggers saying another thing and you just have information flowing all over the place um you know and then obviously you have zeke's and we talked about it with wilson too you had zeke's camp saying one thing and then you had the uh the organization saying one thing so it's just you know as somebody who's fallen around yeah you can be like well what the hell what's really going on because you got all these different things but if you if you just know well obviously if you're following the right people there's only a few trustworthy ones to follow um but if you've been following along and also you've been listening to us, we, we said he's not going to miss any games. He's gonna he's going to show up. He's not going to miss any of those game checks. Um, and so, like I said, sure enough, you started hearing uh, rumbles of they were talking and you know a deal's imminent. And then it was oh, a deal's been agreed in principle. He's flying back, and you know it's it's the Cowboys, it's Ezekiel Elliott. You know, it's just a big. I mean, did you see? You happen to see any of the pictures or anything when he landed uh, at the airport? No, but I heard. Was it uh, one of the? Uh, was it a basketball player, Dirk Davitsky? Was it Dirk? Yeah, yep. and he showed up thinking that it was like, like oh hey, yeah. <laughs> and then coming and, back home and, and then, all these cameras, and then realized that they weren't for him. Like oh, it's for Zeke. <laughs> uh, no, and you know, obviously, so Zeke lands, and there's you know, camera crews and teams. I mean, people everywhere, that kind of thing. Um, you know, just a big circus as it usually is um but yeah first thing uh first thing wednesday this morning actually wednesday morning um zeke and the cowboys agreed to a six-year 90 million dollar deal uh or 90 million dollar extension so in total I, I, it's eight years 102 103 million somewhere right around there 
um, you know, he gets what he wants and obviously it's with, it comes with, um, what's the term they use in some of those agreements? Um, like if you hit something, it'll unlock, you know, X amount of money or incentive based. Uh, yeah, that's that's one of the one of the words. I can't remember what it is, but anyways, um, he gets money. He gets he did. <laughs> he I mean he gets what he wants. He's he's going to be the highest paid line, uh, linebacker, running back, um, in the league. He gets he gets his his uh, quote unquote Todd Gurley money, um, and it's a deal that works out for both sides. Dallas is they're they're able to get out after the twenty twenty two season, um, and the, just the way it's structured, he's getting uh. I want to say 50, 50 million up front. Let's find out real quick. Money, money, money. Uh, so one hundred two point nine total uh, over the eight years. Uh, Fifty million dollars guaranteed and thirty seven point six five over the first three years. Um, also receive a seven and a half million dollar signing bonus. Twenty eight million fully guaranteed at signing, and I'll have collected over fifty million by uh, March twenty twenty one. So Zeke sign. He set. He's ready to go, um, and obviously one of the first things they said was, you know, are you ready, whatever, and he's like, yeah, I know I've been – obviously you're not practicing against, you know, teammates and other football players, but, he, I mean, last time he was in Cabo, you saw how he came back. He was toned down, and he was he was ready to go. Um, this year, same thing. I don't – There's there was already chatter when he was walking out to the practice field. Oh, he looks fat. He looks he looks big. I was saying that. It's like but he's wearing a well first of all he's wearing a t-shirt and a hoodie underneath his jersey and or his you know his shoulder pads and everything else like kind of chubby. He's <laughs> even if, even if that's chubby then I'm rather obese. <laughs> and and uh obviously you can see what he does on the field. So anyways. Well no we have it. That's the problem. <laughs> okay, over the past 3 years, yeah. <laughs> this, so far this year, we haven't seen shit. Um, but no, he's he said, uh, you know, I'm I'm ready to go. I'm ready to play. I'm i you know excited, ready to get back out to practice. Um, he said he went to went to sleep last night, kind of in a bad place, thinking that you know nothing was. He wasn't going to be able to practice today, um, and uh, they were able to get everything squared away. And now he's back on the field. Um, one of the questions came up, you know, why do you think you deserve? you know, that kind of contract. And he just flat out said, I think I'm the best. And you know what? I kind of agree with him. I think he's the best back in the league. Everybody wants to talk about, you know, the line, the line, the line. Well, last year, Tyron Smith and Zach Martin missed multiple games and Travis Frederick was out for the entire year and he still led the league in rushing. Yeah. So you, you know, I, I understand there is a point when it comes to having a great offensive line in front of you, but last year he didn't have that whole line the entire time. And you still saw what he was able to produce. So, um, you know, people want to make the argument about Saquon, obviously Gurley. Um, Gurley has an arthritic knee. But he's got, he's not going to be the same back. Saquon, uh, yeah, he's good, but he's never going to be Zeke caliber. Well, well, the jury the jury's still out. Saquon did have a – he had a great rookie year. Um, but we'll see. And obviously with those two being in the same division – um, you know, being picked a year a year apart, um, they're going to be connected, for, for, you know, for the duration of their career. So we'll see who comes out on top. But um, no, as of, as of right now, I don't. There's not a better all around back. He can catch out of the backfield. He's one of the best 
pass protect uh pass protectors which a lot of people overlook um and that's part of the reason why tony pollard as good as he could be or or as good as he is right now um which obviously goes without saying he hasn't played any regular season game but just kind of what you've seen um obviously at memphis and then in this preseason pass protection is one of his biggest weaknesses and that's that's something that definitely makes uh makes you a little nervous but when Zeke's back there, there, there no issues with with pass protection whatsoever. But um, you know, obviously, can run the ball, uh, catch out of the backfield, and and pass pro. So, um, you know, it feels definitely feels good to have him back, knowing that he's gonna be ready for Week One, and he's locked up and ready to go. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> I know you're excited. Oh, definitely. Definitely Dallas, excited. Dallas fans, and now and, and now, obviously, now that's what everybody else is going to talk about for the rest of the week until actual football starts, which is just hammering and breaking down that contract and saying, "Is he better than this? Is he better than that? This, that, and the other." In the end, Jerry Jones and the Cowboys did exactly what I said they would do. They caved, but when you look at the deal, it's not like they didn't get things that they wanted in it. Right, like you said, they have their out. It's it's player friendly. However, you know it's not a. It's about what you expect for what arguably is the best running back in the league. Triggers. That's what I was trying to think of. There's oh. triggers in his contract to yeah. uh, unlock incentives in later years. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. The you, the Joneses know what they're doing when it comes to to contracts. And you knew that this was. I mean. Hasn't always been the case, but it has been the yeah. case over the last, I'd say, six, seven years. I see both sides of it. It's kind of weird. Like, I saw, I was listening to the radio today, as I always do. <clears throat> and uh, I heard a point brought up that was, I kind of agree with, just because I, like I said, the Cowboys to me caved, but you have to in their position. What else are you supposed to do? Right. You're a star running back, uh, best in the league. You got to do something. You picked, you took him fourth overall. Yeah. However, you still had a little bit of leverage on your <laughs> on your side of things. When you look at you know, the Cowboys, have one of the easiest schedules to start. Your first three games are super easy. You could have let it go a little bit and kept that leverage. But you know what? I also read today Jerry Jones likes the headlines. And guess what? Going into an NFL season that's about to start tomorrow. What's everybody the, talking about? The story is not, hey, the Bears and the Packers play tomorrow. Da Bears. Uh, it's it's Zeke. That's the story. And it will be for a week. Yep. <laughs> Unless something insane happens yes. tomorrow. Or today while you're listening. Yes. This. Tomorrow's going to be great. What's the score? Or today. Yeah, what is the score right now? <laughs> Weird. Uh, anything else going on in uh, Cowboys Nation? Uh, hate, hate even saying that's gross <laughs> <laughs> trying to think uh since last week let's see round preseason game cut downs collins zeke uh everyone everyone's ready to go everybody who's on pup is ready to go um it's time to no, play man. some damn football yeah every I, the team's healthy they're ready i'm anxious to see regular season kellen moore offense um so let's Let's roll. Uh, we're going to roll to Seattle real quick. Uh, 2019 roster. Who made it? Who didn't? Surprises. 
It was a uh, it was a typical uh, Seahawks cut down where uh, stuff leaked early, or not leaked, but you know they were waved and released. Uh, Deshaun shed that story came out early. Paxton Lynch came out early. That was he was released. Um, <clears throat> the the crazy thing was as soon as Saturday hit, all of a sudden they released. There was a big trade that went down, and we'll I'll discuss that in a second. And then they released Geno Smith, and they'd already waived Paxton Lynch. So all of a sudden, you're sitting there going, "Hey, uh, I I'm not really good at math, but there's only one quarterback on the roster. What's going on there?" And so I was with my dad at the time, and he, we both agreed, and several other media people were out there saying the same thing that Geno, there was some sort of you know verbal thing happening there we're gonna bring you back or something had happened where somebody else had released a uh a backup that they really 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 liked and they were gonna get him uh in the end Geno smith did resign and he is your backup to russell wilson and then actually i'll add on and then obviously there was a little bit of rumors so obviously you know in 16 dallas wanted paxton lynch right uh they weren't able to grab him got Dak Prescott instead and then once Lynch was released there was a l- rumors of a little bit of interest there and I as soon as I saw that I was like no no please no yeah please, please no. No. let's not do that and you know you'll see what happens but yeah I, I hope I hope not <laughs> we need a backup quarterback but uh, call Brett Favre <laughs> Favre intercepted he's ready to go <laughs> Uh, Jerron Brown was, uh, well, that was kind of a surprise. However, again, strategic move. He was released to open up a roster spot for a player that I'll talk about in a second that you obviously know who I'm talking about. Uh, and then he's resigned. So he's back on the roster already Deshaun shed. I was kind of hoping he would make the team in his second go around with Seattle. Unfortunately, he did not. Uh, they, they did release him. He's gone um jt barrett like i said no quarterbacks for a whole entire day we sat around saturday ago and we have nothing uh jt barrett was one of the ones that got released and then jazz ferguson jazz. Uh, uh, who had a pretty good preseason and thought had a chance to make the roster as a wide receiver um unfortunately did not he did clear waivers though and is now a member of the practice squad i'm happy about that and the other one was jacob hollister who they traded for new england to get him and they waived him and then again brought him back <laughs> and he's now in the practice squad uh one that i was you know unfortunately uh just it was time for him to go jd mckissick he gone i'm okay with that uh he'll if he hasn't already he'll end up somewhere um bo scar uh scarborough uh he looked had flashes in preseason and unfortunately did not make it um yeah he showed nothing last year bo with dallas yeah, yeah. And then uh, the uh, McKissick was picked up by Detroit. Is he in Detroit? Well, good for him. I mean, it's just one of those things where uh, him and ProSize were very similar in what they wanted to do with them. And Pete's got a hard on for ProSize. So uh, he, that's, he, there's something about ProSize that they love and they want so bad to have when he's healthy. So ProSize, of course, makes the roster. Uh, McKissick does not. They did make a trade. They uh, traded um away a conditional seventh rounder from 2021 to the jets for cornerback perry nickerson and uh that kind of told you some things that they weren't quite comfortable with uh the nickel corner spot 
in Amadi or any of the other guys they have in there. Um, so um, he's, according to a couple of sources on Twitter, it sounds like he'll actually probably start in that nickel corner spot. So uh, the, the, the interesting things are, are when you look at the actual Whoa, we're just having a day today. Not opening that for a while. When you <laughs> when you look at the actual depth chart, um, you know, Jerome Brown they brought back, and it was always thought that he was going to be that number two receiver on the other side of uh, from Lockett. And if you look at the depth chart, they actually have Metcalf as your number two. So it's Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf, um, those are your those are your two and then david moore who's going to be hurt so then you bring on you know jaron brown uh john ursua and then gary jennings jr um so uh that's just some unique spots and then the big story of course when it comes to this roster is the new addition so there were uh we talked i think we talked about it last episode about a little javian clowny because there he had he wanted to go to you know seattle miami was it philadelphia was the other one i don't remember but uh he was a holdout in houston and so seattle got brought up and as a fan we're all sitting there going yeah, that'd be kind of cool we'd be all right with that you know give him a a two and a running back is kind of what it sounded like it was going to be. And then all of a sudden you start hearing, well, Houston wants linebackers. Yep. And you're like, okay, that doesn't make any sense, but I mean, if that's what you want. <laughs> so then all of a sudden it's like, Hey, Seattle's going to get them. And it's going to be with a third round pick and two linebackers. And you're going, huh? No, 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 no. <laughs> well, how old, how old is Clowney? 27 uh 26 27 i think it's 26 somewhere around there um had a shaky start to the beginning of his career he's kind of definitely come on late but you know i i don't know if it was like if say if it was the genius of seattle's front office pulling this off or the the, (laughs) what the hell's going on in houston (laughs) because you know immediately after that then you had them trading for laramie tunsell and giving up first round picks and I don't. Was, yeah, I don't know what's going on. In it Houston. was pure highway robbery, is what this trade was. So the Seahawks gave a third round pick and Jacob Martin and Barcavius Mingo to Houston, and in return they get Jadavian Clowney, who of course then signed his franchise tag to be traded. And if Clowney goes and leaves the Seahawks after this season and goes somewhere else, they get that third round pick back. Yeah. So in the end. Jacob Martin uh, was going to be a decent linebacker, but they had, you want to talk about a position they had way too many of, that was it. Uh, I don't think, I think Martin was the one that wasn't going to make the roster anyway. He was going to get cut. So Barcavius Mingo was just unfortunately the guy on the furthest out of who they liked. And you, you have Wagner and, and KJ and, and, Hopefully, um, Kendricks, <laughs> if he stays out of prison. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, they had plenty of, of linebackers to give up. I, it's when you look at it, you're right. It, is it, is it John Schneider just being a genius 
but I don't think so because I guarantee you he's probably sitting there going, well, there's just no way they're saying yes to this. Right. I just threw those out there like, oh, you want some linebackers? Here you go. <laughs> yeah, we'll take them. Oh, really? <laughs> what? Uh, uh, all right. Well, uh, let me get the paperwork together. I, uh, they don't have a GM down there in Houston. It's all Bill O'Brien doing you know, everything, and he's getting roasted for this because, like I said, it is a heist. It's highway robbery what happened. And in the end, it's fantastic for us Seahawk fans because we get Jadavian Clowney. And who tied on the other end of Frank Clark? Well, look at it this way. Frank Clark wanted about $17 million a year by himself. So we just got Clowney, Ziggy Ansah, a couple other players. We're paying all of them that money. Yeah, but Instead of one do player. they do they add up to I'm okay with it. A one him. Clowney? I'm okay with it. Do I miss Frank Clark? Do I think they should have signed him? Well, we, we, yes. shall, we shall see. But you're right. Happens. We shall see. However. And I'm just imagining if they were, were able to meet what Clark wanted and you had bookends. Yeah, because you, you, you could. You had Clark on one side and you Clark on the other. You could have done it because you were still, you're just trading linebackers and third round pick. And I would assume, I mean, maybe they'll have the, they'd have the cap room for that. But what it does is it creates, it actually, that front seven now, I'm a little more comfortable, just a little bit, with with it. Clowney, the 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 thought on him is when he plays, basically saying when he is in a hundred percent effort, he's a monster. Right. But they doesn't always he doesn't always like that. <clears throat> is is what you're hearing. So and even John Schneider kind of referenced that like oh when he plays, he's an animal. So just got to watch tape on him and you'll just go, holy crap. And then you'll go, ah, what was that? Yeah. But, you know, that could just could have just been a Houston thing. Exactly. Exactly. So I don't know. I it uh, it, it caused uh, the uh, the 12s. We went a little nuts Saturday. A little excited. Um, he gets to get out of JJ watch shadow a little bit. Yes, he does. And again, Makes you feel a little more confident about at least your front. And now you can, defensive wise, you can just be concerned about the secondary, I guess, which is totally fine. Um, yeah. So that was the big story. There's not a lot going else going on except for getting ready for uh, the game. There's still some injuries out there. It does sound like uh, DK and Ziggy are going to be ready to go for week one. And other than that, the guys we already knew are hurt are still hurt and not going to play. But uh, it actually doesn't look too bad, which is good. So um, on to some quick NFL news real quick. I only put this on here because I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> because uh, we, we've talked about Antonio Brown a couple of times. And I promised one of the guys we did our fantasy draft um, before we recorded this episode today. And um, Antonio Brown came up because somebody picked him, of course. I did not. I did not. No. And uh, and I said we were going to talk about him the podcast, and then I remember the comment was, please not too much. <laughs> <laughs> so just real quick, if you, if you hadn't heard that Antonio Brown, after all this stuff, missing practices, over the helmet, all this just complete bullshit, uh, the Raiders decided to fine him <laughs> to the full extent of the law. Yeah, and he ain't happy about it. He is 
very displeased. And so the drama in Oakland continues. And it is honestly, it's just a giant shit show. It is. It Oakland is. is a giant shit show. Did you finish watching Hard Knocks? No. I haven't watched an episode. Didn't watch one this no. week. I didn't either. Uh, but I don't have to to know <laughs> that it's a giant shit show. So like I, we were talking about our game picks. And also during the draft, I was like, I'm going through and my pick would be coming up and I'm looking at who's available and I'm like, I have zero confidence in picking anybody from <laughs> Oakland or Miami. Those two teams. There's just Oakland is just Dramaville USA and Miami apparently is trying to tank. So I, I you're going to have some interesting stories going on in those They're trying two to cities. tank for Tua. Yes. Uh, the other one, other story I wanted to talk about real quick is the big money. Uh, and it's funny this this episode last year, uh, Aaron um, signed his big gigantic deal. This year, which is not so big and gigantic, which isn't big and gigantic anymore. This year, and this just like I, when Saquon's ready to be yeah, exactly. It it's just a never ending yep. cycle. Just I want more money than the last guy. Yep. Every signing sets the market or resets it basically. Um, this was important just because it actually affects your other player that you're still waiting for to sign an extension. And yes, that it is, does. and that is Jared Goff agreed to a four year, $134 million extension. There's some monies, uh, 110 million guaranteed. That's the big one. Holy balls. That's a lot of guaranteed money. So he now holds the NFL record for most guaranteed money. Puts him right ahead of Carson Wentz, uh, 107.9. And you know that they said, <laughs> just like every other player, uh, I want just barely, above, just so I become. Yep. Yeah. Yep. They all want to be the top. So what do you think this does to, like, first, first, I think that, I know I joke all the time. I don't joke. I think Russell Wilson's overpaid. However, this takes in what I think of Russell being overpaid and honestly uh, destroys it. <laughs> Because if you want to talk about a quarterback that's now overpaid, uh, that's Jared Goff. Yep. No, I agree. Uh, but what's due to Dak? I, no, I really think that it will obviously Dak smiling. That only helps him, yeah, right? What's you know, that only help, helps <laughs> that him? That story whatsoever. came out, and he's like, "Yeah, yeah." <laughs> um, which and he said, "I'm not worried about it. It'll take care of itself. It'll be handled." You know, I'm I'm ready for the season. Um, I after Wentz's deal went through, I that's where Dak was going to be. Um, you know, Wentz got that after having, you know, a couple injuries, missing some games, not making the playoffs, not having a playoff win, you know, this, that, and the other. Dax, you know, he's rookie of the years, won a couple of playoff games, won a couple of divisions. Um, you know, that's, I think that's right where he's going to be. And now with Goff's deal, you know, maybe Dak isn't the kind that says, oh, I want more than Goff. I, you know, I, who knows? But that whole, that whole deal from top to bottom only, makes um things a little bit better for for mr prescott it's just continues this crazy uh again someone on the draft we were just we were having so much fun with the the banter back and forth but they flat out said they're all overpaid <laughs> with that too <laughs> you think about it actually you know i think i would actually I'd argue against that i think they're all underpaid for the sport that these guys are in 
compared to baseball. Yeah, I know baseball they play four hundred games a year, but still, no. It's t- if well, I mean, that's comparing sport to sport. If you're going to compare football to baseball, a hundred percent, they're underpaid. Yeah, based on what they do, how many games they play, how the, long their the, careers or shorter, the their short careers. their careers are, the wear and tear in the body, the, all yeah. of that. You're right. Compared to baseball, yeah, yeah. However, so moral of the story is teach your son to be a catcher. <laughs> However, again, they're being paid millions of dollars to play a game while we sit here and do a podcast for free. That, yeah, that, that, that too. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. You should have threw it. You didn't see him? <laughs> How could you not see him? I saw him. I saw him. I, I have, saw him from my couch. I have a and camera the, view of yeah, the Yeah, the, the camera holes. that's looking down on everything. <laughs> I can't believe you didn't see him. Piece of shit. Piece. Uh, we are uh, couch coaches, <laughs> you know. Uh, all right, let's go right into uh, previewing this week's game. So the New York football giants are making a trip down to Dallas. Is uh, Eli starting or is it uh, what's his butt? Uh, it's Eli. Oh, oversized but, helmet Manning. But we'll get to what's his butt. Well, talk a to bit us. later in the show. Talk to us about... Uh, about the game, any what, what we want to expect? What do you guys need to do to win? Uh, same thing as has been in years past. You know, score more points. That's usually That's better. Usually, the That's way it is. Usually, the best. Way um, to go. No, now with with Zeke being signed and all that back in the fold. Um, obviously, you, you know what Dallas is going to do. You know, run, run, run. Now it's going to be interesting to see. Um, excuse me. It's going to be interesting to see uh kellen moore's offense in the regular season um the defense i think i i new york i think is is obviously really going to struggle this year um i really think that the defense is just going to handle handle this game the i mean from start to finish uh new york is having offensive line troubles i know they're starting right tackle i believe uh didn't practice um today um eric flowers is no longer there um i just New York, New York, I think is just a mess. Uh, obviously, Odell Beckham is no longer there. Uh, Sterling Shepard is their number one. Uh, Eli's got you know concrete blocks on his feet, so I I, I think Demarcus Lawrence and Jalen Smith are just going to eat him up all day long. Um, it's his helmet, man. It's so heavy. <laughs> it's hard to. It's so. It's heavy. huge. Well, it's just hard. To, well, first of all, like, yeah, just trying to move it. It's like. It's like the, uh, you know, those like dome, like, uh, oh, Epcot Center. Do you know Epcot Disney World? Oh, yeah. The there big, you go. Yeah. That's what his helmet is. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Try to take that and swivel it on your neck. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I really think just with the with it being a home opener, the very first game, start of the season, Zeke's back. Uh, the defense is going to be fired up. I think the atmosphere of this entire game, I think I think Dallas is just going to, they're just going to take it from the start and not going to look back. Uh, these division games in you know with New York are usually exciting. The past few years have been eh, kind of you know not not the best, but uh, um, yeah, I, I would just look for look for Dallas to handle business um, with maybe a little twist. What for, do you for Callen Moore? What are you think about all the positions or even the groups? What are you most what are you most interested in seeing in this game? Definitely most. Well, uh, so one, I'll 
take one from the offense, one from the defense. The one player I'm looking forward to on offense is see how um, um, Connor Williams, how he does in his second year. Uh, he's definitely bulked up. Um, let's see how he handles that left guard spot. Um, definitely interested to see also how he handles that left guard spot now having uh, Travis Frederick to his right and uh, Tyron Smith to his left. So um, anxious to see that because if that if that pick pans out, you've got, I mean, just a complete from top to bottom, all five guys solid offensive line. Um, you, you know how everybody else plays. You know what they're capable of. Um, Williams struggled in, at times last year. Um, so let's, let's, let's see if we've got our answer at, at all five spots. Uh, as far as the defense goes, um, I'll go with the whole position group. I'm in- interested to see how the secondary does in that, in that next step. Let's see how Byron Jones does in that next step. Um, and after switching the corner last year and having the great year he had, let's see if he's able to pick it right back up, um, where, where he ended off. And then, um, with the emergence of Xavier Woods, see if he's if he's able to um, take that big step and like I said either last week or the or a couple of weeks prior see if he starts making his name for making a name for himself early um, but yeah that the secondary I'm, I'm definitely excited for the defensive line I that's a solid stout group um, obviously led by Demarcus Lawrence um, linebackers enough said probably one of the best tandems in the league with uh, Smith and Van Der Esch. Um, but the secondary is what I'm I'm really interested to see in in this game. Now, as far as it being a a, a big test for the secondary, definitely not the definitely not the most difficult uh, first game as far as a test for the secondary. But still, um, you know, lock down the receivers, and if if Barkley gets to that second level, I, you know, let's get all, make sure all of these guys are willing to lay a hit, not. Uh, do the Josh Norman, you know, make a business decision, that kind of thing. Um, but that's, that's definitely what I'm, what I'm most looking forward to. I think the hard part in week one is like you've said a, a bunch of times, we don't even know really what the teams are until we get through week four. Yep. And so when you try and talk about like, okay, well, uh, you know, the, this is what needs to happen for them to win. And here's what I expect. It's tough because really and honestly, you don't. These guys have only played – yeah, you have a lot of returning players, but they've only played in a handful of series in a preseason game Yep, and not in a real live it-counts NFL game. And so – 60 minutes. Yeah, it takes it, – it, it, it literally does take through week four for you to really know what your team is, what you actually have, um and what we see after week one won't be the same as what we see after week four right it just won't i love and i love watching these first games because you'll see you'll see i mean they're all obviously in good shape but you'll see some players you know in that <laughs> third and fourth quarter hands on the hips <laughs> hands on the knees mouth open and it's like that'd be me <laughs> after the first yeah i can relate with you <laughs> they do they do look like oh crap i forgot how hard this was yep <laughs> and then by the time you get towards the end of the season they're they're fine oh yeah. so yeah no, it's it's tough to analyze and sit here and go, and that's why I asked the question of what are you most interested in seeing? Because that's about all you can do. You can't say, "Well, I expect to see this, this, and this," right. because we just don't know yet. Right. So, um, but yeah, I mean that wraps about that wraps that about up. That so, wraps that about up. If I say so myself, that's all I have to say about uh, that, Jenna. There, dude. <laughs> Good job, buddy. Way to go. 
Uh, all right. Uh, Seahawks. Uh, Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Ch- yeah. The Bengals coming to town Sunday. Uh, open up at home for once. Feels like it's been a while since we opened up a home game at home. Um, uh, I'm Two questions basically come up when I think about this game. Um, what will that defensive front seven look like since they have never played together? Ever. Um, you got one guy they're saying Clowney's going to play. So he's this is his first week with the team. <laughs> uh, Ziggy at least has been practicing uh, a little bit. And it's it's just... it's uh it's crazy to me really and honestly so i want to see what they look like and that's going to take some give me some growing pains basically right there's no way they're gonna come out of the gate and be all you know kicking ass um but you know what it may i'm a little you still got bobby he's your leader uh he'll keep everybody together and it, I think it could surprise us by how well it goes. It will not be perfect. They will make mistakes. Uh, but, again, the whole scheme of this defense is a lot of bending, not breaking. If a drive ends in a, them getting three points, that's a success when it comes to this system. Makes you nervous, doesn't it? It drives me fucking crazy. <laughs> I hate it. When Once Monty Kiffin came to Dallas and, and kind of put in his Tampa 2, uh ben but don't break and i rob ryan had some of that too it was very annoying oh god it's like well you know what how about you just stop them earlier what happened what ends up happening is they get you get aggressive and and on a third and eight when you think you have them stopped they get a first down every time and before you know it they're in their own red zone and you're like son of a bitch and that's when they decide to go oh well wait we can't let you score a touchdown here (laughs) so they turn on whatever switch and then they stop them and they'll give up a field goal or whatever will happen but that is to to them to pete and ken norton that you saw it in preseason too that's what they do and so we just kind of have to just let it happen and and get over it basically and then the other question i had was uh what will the offensive game plan be i'm i'm i want to see what are we going to see a carbon copy of last year where it's just run 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 or run, run, pass, run, run, pass. Um, yes, that we know they're going to be a run-first offense. It's already been said. We understand that. That is the Schottenheimer way. They've got Chris Carson. You might as well run a lot. However, what we saw this preseason was a lot of opening up the playbook, was a lot of letting Russell throw the ball. He's now got a new weapon. If he can stay healthy, DK Metcalf is is a new weapon. Um, they just CJ Procise's healthy for at least a game so <laughs> let's let's use him for at least a series well, yeah for at least one play <laughs> he's he's healthy so i i'm i just want to see what they decide to do what that game plan looks like and of course that'll change week to week but you're going up against a cincinnati team it's just they're not that good they're just they're not uh the best thing about that defensive front seven is they're going up against an offensive line that's just kind of crappy yep so yeah, and uh, I believe um, Frank Pollock is their, still their offensive line coach who obviously kind of swapped when Dallas hired Paul Alexander off their squad last year. Uh, you saw the disaster that Paul Alexander had. Uh, he was 
fired and then they promoted uh, Mark Colombo to take over the offensive line. But meanwhile, Frank Pollock was over, moved, got moved over to Cincinnati. Uh, yeah. Still kind of the same thing. So, I mean, we'll, we'll, yikes. I, I expect to see, we will not see the aggressive blitzing we saw in preseason. That's just not what they want to do. They were playing with it, seeing how guys were doing. Ken Norton has said that's... Been, Sorry, he's with the Jets now. Well, you were totally wrong then. Whoops. <laughs> so so for the Jets, <laughs> basically. Uh, yeah, so Ken Norton Jr. said that that's not how they're going to operate. Um, so don't expect to see heavy blitzing. However, I do expect the defense, although there'll be a few mistakes here and there, I expect them to kind of smash Cincinnati. I really do. And then you'll see... Uh, a lot of running from the offensive side, tiring them out, and then all of a sudden there'll be a bomb to lock it, and it'll be good to go. So, um, will it be easy? No, but I don't. This this first game, it's very important the Seahawks, you know, at least go two and two in the first four. I would love three and one. Um, that it, 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 their schedule is not easy to start. So Cincinnati though, that's the easy game out of the four so if you can get this one right off the bat that that'd be fantastic i would take it want to know every week go hawks it's championship uh, mindset you know just got to go one to one to know every week and uh you know we're up for the challenge man i mean it's 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 really exciting you know go hawks gotta drink my recovery water oh he's such a cheese ball <laughs> but he's a winner winner i can't stand you're a winner harry <laughs> i don't think that's all that good oh that's not what he said no it's not oh that's right wizard <laughs> all right we ready for some dentist from ohio he chimes in this week with this hey guys what's up it's dennis from ohio here with my weekly comment slash question and hell yeah i'm fired up for the football because it's real football Starting on Thursday. Woo! There it so, is. I was missing the woo! Brian and Andrew, curious as to your hot takes, bold predictions for the season. I got one. Super bold, super hot take. The 49ers are going to go 11-5 and five and win a first-round playoff game. And then that's about as far as they're going to go. Like I said, super bold predictions, super hot takes. But hell yeah, I'm excited. Woo! Oh yeah, and Brian, <laughs> one more thing. Hi, Tony, Pretzel. Oh, I gotta! I bumped out of it. Crap! Great. From Ohio. By the way, I just wanted to say, go 49ers. Woo! <laughs> that is uh, his daughter Emerson, who apparently uh, he converted to a or not converted, but got her to be a Niners fan. So that better mean that it's, it's not that hard when you're the parent, right? But they're a mixed household, so they have. What are you trying to say? They have. He's a giant Niners fan. <laughs> His wife, Amanda, she's a giant Seahawks fan. Boo. And, uh, boo. So they connect on both being Washington Husky fans. And to be fair, Dennis tried to root for both teams. And then she one day was like, no, you have to choose. You can't be Seahawks and Niners. And so, well, of course, he went with his Niners. So apparently she's got uh, their son, Chase, is, um, Seahawks fan. is a Seahawks fan. Uh, and then, and you probably are wondering why she's calling me tiny pretzel. And that's a story for another time. So 
<laughs> well, in my house, we were all Cowboys fans. Gross. All of us. That's a real bummer. It must have been a shitty household. Nah, it's a great household. It was. It's uh, it's home. Fo- home full of football. <laughs> yeah. Um, Everybody has their team. You know what? So, you can like whoever team you want. Yeah, exactly. You want to like it's the America. Seattle Dragons? Go for it. Okay, well, you can like any NFL team you want. <laughs> it's football. Um, America. Uh, 11 and 5 in a playoff. Ooh. Isn't that that's cr- like ghost pepper that's, hot? That's like <laughs> that's that's uh that's 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 spicy meatball. I think I only went like like jalapeno spicy. <laughs> that is a hell of a bold prediction there, Dennis. I mean, I know you love your team, but holy crap! All right, uh, you go, I go. What do you want to do here? Uh, sure. I'll, I'll start. I'll jump first. <laughs> You'll jump first. All right. Give me number one. Your first bold prediction. Okay. Uh, first bold prediction. So obviously, spicy hot take. So and this is going to be the the only one that is a Homer ish. Well, not totally Homer. Um, Zeke's going to lead the league in NFL oh, in rushing for again. Fuck's sake. Now listen. <laughs> obviously, first of all, first of all, how is that bold? Because everyone says that he's overrated. One, he's oh. overrated. Two, Who says that? Two, two. Oh, look, look for it. You'll see it. Oh, One that he's overrated. It's the line. Two, he just signed his his big deal, so he's not going to do jack shit this oh. year. And three, um, doesn't matter because he's he is the in my opinion, like I said, is the best back in the league right now. So for the third time in four seasons, he will lead the league in rushing. I wish I had a button that just was that's a meatball. <laughs> that's a meat, that's why I said these are like jalapenos and and you know pepper. <laughs> It's like crushed red pepper. No, no <laughs> ghost peppers. Um, but no, that's 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 just the first one I thought of. Is he, he'll lead lead the league in rushing. Uh, okay, we'll make it bold. Uh, he'll crack nineteen hundred yards. Ooh, all right, that deserves. That's us. There I see made the ball. Uh, Hold on. You make, oh, you want? No, I'll go. We'll go back yeah, and forth. Yeah, teeter totter. Teeter six and nine. <laughs> wow, things just got weird, everyone. <laughs> Uh, number one, your shoes off. So what's wrong with that? I want to be comfortable. (laughs) They're down there. (laughs) You've been in here with your shoes off. Shut your face. Those are nice Adidas. Adidas. Uh, number one, my, uh, first, uh, spicy hot take, uh, Cam Newton, who it's no secret. I can't stand. Uh, he will not make it through the entire season healthy. Yeah. It's not not that bold. That's about as bold as me saying Zeke lead lead rushing. Okay, <laughs> so we're 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 good there. We're so we're, even. we're even. Yeah, excellent. All right, number two. I'm uh, not even going to give myself a spicy meatball on that one. <laughs> uh, you got me all subconscious. Okay, here's about my here's, feet. A, here's a hot take. <laughs> here's a yeah, more of just a hot take. Uh, Eli Manning's not going to finish the season as a starter. Daniel Jones is going to take over. Oh, that's by week eight. I haven't taken over by week two. <laughs> That's a little early. Uh, yeah, I I don't think Eli is going to finish out this season as New York's starting quarterback. Um, I think everyone believes that. Um, I really think that this is this is the end, and there will be no, yeah, because no more he, Mannings in the in the league. He doesn't go. Yeah, he's not going to go somewhere and be a backup. He's just going to be done. Just be done. Uh, number two for me, Kyler Murray. Down there in Arizona. Uh, he will be an absolute complete bust. Not the big one. That 
success. Oh, yeah. Spicy meatball. Especially considering what Arizona just did over the past two drafts. Yeah. Well, and did you hear? So Rosen isn't even going to be the starter. Right. In Miami. Yeah. So it's Ryan, Fitzpat- Ryan Fitzpatrick. It's our, what, yeah, Fitz with the beard. Yeah. Which is just, he'll play great for the first six games and then he'll bomb like he always does. Uh, Rosen, that's just a crazy story right there. I can't, it's from number one pick to he'll probably end up on his third team in three years, which is just insane. And then Arizona will be regretting it because Kyler Murray will be a complete bust. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you can't, uh, you can't knock the beard game. I mean, he's, I don't know. It's impressive. You've seen him without it. It's impressive. It doesn't look right. He's he's ugly, man. It just freaks me out. Beards make men more attractive. That's why I shaved mine off. Yeah, and it was not a good decision. <laughs> All of us said, put that, put it back. Put it back. Put it back now. <laughs> put it back. Like, draw it on. Do something. Luckily, it grew back fast. Go, go find a goat. <laughs> All right, what's your number three? My number three, um, and I realize we're, we're mostly just talking about players and not big team bold predictions, but that's okay. We'll get there. Uh, my number three. Baker Mayfield Ooh. is going to finish the regular season with a higher QBR than Russell Wilson. Oh, holy. That's a spicy meatball. Damn. That's what I believe. You want to talk about a hot take? Uh, last year. Okay, so if you're so, uh, sorted by total QBR, uh, he was number 11. With 60, so right, 63.3. So right there. Uh, Baker Mayfield was 23 at a 51.2. Uh, I think this year Baker Mayfield will overtake Russell Wilson. Just in total QBR. Just in total QBR. I think you're nuts. Okay. While I think it will be, uh, Baker will have a much better season than that this year. No way does he. But that's why they're called hot takes. And if you're right, well, you get to brag. My number three, Tom Brady. Oh. Watch it. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. You're talking about Jesus. <laughs> talking about the Savior here. He's <laughs> I'm scared to say it now. Am I going to get struck? You're going to get smote. <laughs> Am I going to get smited by the almighty smiter? <laughs> Uh, I'm afraid now. Okay, Tom. Tom Brady. Tom. Thomas. Tommy. (laughs) He will miss some time (laughs) due to injury. Right. He'll return with a walker because he's old. Anyway, he'll 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 miss some time due to injury. Okay, I don't know how many weeks, but he he will miss a significant time. That's half of the bold because he never seems to get hurt anymore. I was going to say, I don't think he's going to get injured at all this year. But the other half of that bold is even though he will miss significant time due to an injury, they're still going to win that division. <laughs> That's a spicy meatball. <laughs> <laughs> AFC East is garbage. Pure garbage. Trash. 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 It's like the whole AFC, actually. Pure garbage. All right. Trash. Uh <laughs> Where's my, where is it? Where is it? Oh, 
Duh. Winning. All right. <laughs> I'm all about sound effects. Do you like that one or this one? Winning. <laughs> I like that one this year. You like that? Let's do that one this year. Okay. <laughs> all right. So. Winning. <laughs> Uh, part one. We're gonna do what we did last year. This is just a one-time thing. Uh, what, what we'll normally do is we'll pick the winners from each game in the league each week, and then we'll pick our own games, of course. Um, because this is week one, we're gonna go crazy and actually make some just stupid decisions here on winners from the divisions, wild card winners, even pick a Super Bowl matchup and a winner, which makes no sense to do. But you know what? Everyone who has a show does it, and so. Why not? We weren't right last year. Probably won't be right this year. Although my pick is actually pretty damn similar to what a lot of the media people have picked. And I felt I did it and I went, well, shit. Huh. <laughs> How about that? All right. Uh, in the NFC, uh, who you got winning the East? Dallas. Shocking. Shocking, I say. You? <laughs> Eagles. <laughs> Eggles. I got the Eggles. Here, 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 here. You want me to roll down? You want me to roll down my NFC? Roll down your NFC. Okay. Uh, for the East, I got Dallas. For the North, Chicago. For the ah, South, Bears. For the South, New Orleans. Ah. And for the West, Seattle. Ooh. Ooh. I wish I had the spicy meat the ball sound ready to go because that's pretty bold right go there. Go for it. Uh, I have uh, the Eggles. Da Bears. The Bears. The Bears. And uh, I also have Nolens, have the Saints there, and then I too have the Seattle Seahawks oh. winning the NFC West, and that is not a homer pick. I actually went back and forth there, uh, but I did put them in 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 the division uh, winner there. So, AFC, what you got? AFC East, uh, New England. I mean, who else are you also going to pick for the North? <laughs> Cleveland. Ooh. For the South, Tennessee, and for the West, uh, LA Chargers. Not Kansas City, huh? Not Kansas City. Oh. Is Pat Mahomes going to get MVP this year? No. Oh. Another spicy meat to ball because it's pretty much, they might as well give the award now because everyone's thinking that he's going to get the MVP. No. And he's crazy. He's amazingly talented. But, yeah. Uh, I have in the East the New England Patriots because, honestly, for Frick's sake, I just wanted to cuss too much. Uh, there is nobody else on division. It is pure garbage uh the north i too have the cleveland browns uh i have god the south was hard to pick i picked the texans they have deshaun watson they have two great new linebackers <laughs> but they don't have Jadavian Clowney. they've it's weird going on there but i looked at all the other teams and i couldn't decide so i went with texas with the with the texans but i i i i'm fully prepared to be wrong uh, and in the West, I have Kansas City because I can't believe that you would pick against Kansas City. Um, remember, uh, Andy Reid is great at getting to the playoffs. Correct. Right. Once he gets there. Uh, wild card teams. Who, who are your NFC teams? Uh, wild card, I took or have the LAR, ah. LA Rams, and Philly. Yeah, that hurt to say, didn't it? Yeah. The Eagles. So I flipped it because I had Philly win in the East. So I have the Rams, and then I have the Dallas Cowboys. Ah. So just a little flippy flip. Okay. You know? AFC, who you got? 
AFC one, Kansas City. Gross. And AFC two, Baltimore. Ah, the Ravens. So yeah, Pittsburgh completely out. Yeah. I have Lack with the Chargers, and I have Pittsburgh. Um, Juju, I think, is a good receiver. John Connor, I think, is a solid running back. But uh, the defense uh, over there in Pittsburgh eh, and Roethlisberger, oh, he de- he definitely won't make it through the season. No, not no, at all. No, I know he plays through everything, through everything, through everything, but everything. But I have some games, and I just don't think that team's very good. And it's Pittsburgh. I don't like them. I don't like them either. I don't like picking them. However, when I look again, you look at the other teams, and we talked about this again. The AFC as a whole, it's really hard to pick teams. It's not that great. Yeah, NFC pretty loaded. AFC, bleh. yeah. Uh, Super Bowl matchup way too early. Who you got? AFC, NFC. Who you got? All matchup. right, way too early. So until you show me otherwise, New England. Yeah, well, I mean, fair enough. And uh, for NFC, Dallas. Oh, Homer. Uh, it's our show. I could say and have the kind of opinion that I want. <laughs> I did leave it blank for you. I let you, you fill you it in yourself. You did leave it blank. Uh, and uh, do you want to go winner? Uh, winner? Winner, winner, chicken dinner? Yeah. Dallas. <laughs> so... <laughs> Let's and well, no, and let me clarify. Absolutely not a homer pick whatsoever. I mean, yeah, I guess it is because that is my team. But <laughs> I will say, you can't deny that with the great running game that they have. Uh, but more importantly, um, that defense, that defense, I think is going to be one of the best in the league, and I think that defense is going to carry that team. Um, definitely carry that team. So that's that's what I'm banking on. It is the play of the defense. So mark it down right now that Andrew is picking the Dallas Cowboys, his Dallas Cowboys, to win the Super Bowl this year. That's a big deal. You would think that's what? Which one? Hit the the button. This one. Winning. (laughs) It's fantastic. You're right. That's a better one. Uh, so Cowboys will be winning. There we go. <laughs> uh, you would think that I would follow with a homer pick of my own, but I, I don't. I think the Seahawks are a year away from doing anything big like that. So uh, I have the Chiefs in the AFC because I hate New England so much, and I just couldn't write it down. That's why I said until you show me otherwise. I, and, and I 100% understand that. Uh, I just couldn't write it. It's like I tried to. The, the goddamn pen, pen, pen is the blue. The pen is blue. <laughs> I just couldn't do it. Uh, and then I have, it's funny. I wrote, I started, I did N-O for New Orleans. <laughs> and then I put Saints. So it actually says no Saints. No Saints. <laughs> no Saints. <laughs> no Saints. So I have the Saints in the NFC, and I have the winner being the uh, New Orleans Saints. And then Drew Brees retires. And, is and then it's off. Hey, and, yep. Rides off in the sunset. Yep. It'd be a perfect ending for his career. Uh, and a little bit of redemption for the NFL for how it went down last year. I yeah, I agree. Uh, and then lastly, so, okay, so the, I have the Saints. Winning. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, it's one more time. Winning. <laughs> okay. Uh, who is your dark horse team? So dark horse, I'm just saying um, I'm only qualifying a dark horse team as one who – 
we'll make the playoffs. I'm not putting it. Doesn't dark. even have to. I mean, it can be just a team that you that no one's talking about. Okay, so maybe that they think is going to be terrible. That you actually think is going to be sneaky good? In my opinion, I think Green Bay is going to be sneaky good. Ooh. Um, now that McCarthy's gone and they hired Matt Lafleur, uh, he'll definitely give a little shake up to that offense. Um, you know, Rodgers is good. I mean, he is good. I mean, there's no other way to say it, that he's a damn good quarterback. Uh, they went six nine and one last year. Um, I that the last year was just a weird year for them. Now I hate it when they're good, and I hate it when Dallas has to play rogers because well you know i ain't gonna go into the those years past but uh still no green bay is definitely one of those teams i think could be one that uh turns around and has that has that sneaky good year i could see that and honestly i i read a very interesting article can't remember who it was by so i'm sorry like to source things um but it basically said that this is a very important season for aaron Rodgers. yep when it comes to his legacy, if things don't go well with a new coach, obviously him and McCarthy didn't get along anymore. There was something there. So if this season doesn't go well for him, he's not getting any younger. We want to talk about someone who could have been known as one of the greatest ever that gets changed a little bit when he's not able to do stuff. And you're, and you're going to know real quick, you're going to get, again, get to that first quarter mark week four, that game ends, you'll know. So, um, my dark horse team was the same dark horse team I had last year, actually. The San Francisco 40 Winers. <laughs> they, uh, Jimmy Graps, if he can stay healthy, that team is going to be much improved. And I'm, I know that Dennis from Ohio right now is smiling as he listens to this going, ha ha. Well, last year wasn't even Garoppolo's fault. That was just kind of one of those fluke, you know. And, and, and I believe had he stayed healthy, they they would have been, a, you know. And this isn't to say they make the playoffs or do anything. I know Dennis says 11 and f- 5. Dennis, you're crazy. <laughs> crazy. However, the NFC West outside of Arizona, there will be three teams that will be very competitive. I will give them that. So, uh yeah winning (laughs) um before we get on to our game picks for the week uh just real quick want to ask for your help help us grow please 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 leave some reviews on the itunes uh or anywhere you listen to podcasts that allows you to review uh we would greatly appreciate it um i've got some um swag as you would call it I'm, i'm putting together some stickers and some all sorts of fun stuff I'm going to start sending out to people. So, you know, if I start choosing people that are reviewed, that might be the best way to go. So, but honestly, it takes two seconds to throw us a little review on there and we would greatly appreciate it. And uh, it would help our show grow, which we're, you know, trying to do every week. So, all right. Winning. <laughs> Let's do our game picks. This is something we'll do every single week. Pick uh, every single game. Now, if you haven't yet, you're listening to this and the game hasn't started yet if chicago and green bay has not started yet jump on your phone download the espn fantasy app jump on your computer go to espn.com slash fantasy go to pick skin pick them it's one of their fantasy games create an entry and it'll ask you to join a group 
search for common ground football podcast or it's common ground what did i do common ground fb pod or something yeah i think it's fb f ball pod or yep. something yeah or there's a link on our twitter and on our facebook click that anyway join our group and and do the game picks with us every single week your picks have to be in before kickoff the f- kickoff of the f- well of all any of the games really so yeah if you miss thursday's game you can still pick the rest of them but that's going to hurt your score so just try and get them in by thursday morning at the latest every week and and join the fun so um here we go week one a loaded week green bay at chicago who you got chicago da bears i too have the bears tennessee at cleveland who you got tennessee you have the browns losing their opening game at home That's weird. <laughs> I'm taking Cleveland. Uh, Baltimore at Miami. Baltimore. Shocking because Miami is going to go like 0-16. I actually hope that Miami in this whole plan to tank, I hope that there's two teams in the league that are just pure garbage. And at the very end, like towards like week 16, 17, they screw up and they win a couple. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Take themselves out of that number one spot. Yeah. I have Baltimore. Atlanta at Minnesota. Atlanta. I have Minnesota. Buffalo at the Jets. Jets. I, too, have the Jets. Washington at Philadelphia. Washington. Ugh. I have the Eagles because Washington sucks. Lar, yes, they do. Lar at uh, Carolina. Lar. I have Carolina. Kansas City at Jacksonville. KC. I, too, took Kansas City. Uh, the now short Captain Andrew Luck. Did you notice, though? First of all, we forgot to read the Captain Andrew Luck last week. That was on us. That's horrible. We're 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 <laughs> deeply sorry. We failed you. But did you see that uh, Brissett <laughs> created his own account? No. As or not, he didn't. But somebody created. Uh, well, I would hope. Yeah, that, no, we need to kill that. Hope it, it's the same guy. No, we we need to kill that. You need to kill it. Yeah, that bit's done. Let it die. No, we won't do it. No, no, no. We're not going to do it. You, but you're not going to like. You don't. You don't like that he he took no. over and did a no. Nah. Nah, let the, that was original for Andrew Luck. That was cool, and now Mr. Negative Nancy. Now here. let's just let's just let that go, Mr. Negative Nancy. Indianapolis at Lack. Uh, Lack. Lack is definitely going <laughs> to win that game. That's pretty simple. Uh, Cincinnati at Seattle. You pick it. I'll wait. Seattle. Thank you. Appreciate that. <laughs> Giants at Dallas. You wait. I say Dallas wins that game. Uh, Detroit. Uh, you know what? You're welcome. Uh, Detroit at Arizona. Arizona. <laughs> Gross. Detroit. Uh, San Francisco at Tampa Bay. San Fran. Uh, I have Tampa Bay winning that. I don't know why. Uh, <laughs> Pittsburgh at New England. New England. I, I have Pittsburgh winning that game. Uh, again, not sure why. Uh, Houston at New Orleans. New Orleans. Definitely New Orleans. And then the just the gross, awful game at the end, which, by the way, Starts at 10.20 p.m. Eastern time. <laughs> yep. That's just... Nobody on the East Coast is watching this crap. Denver at Oakland. Denver. I, too, picked Denver. And, God, the ratings for that game are going to suck. Did you happen to fill in the totals points scored in my football game? I did. What to put? 86. I don't know, 156. <laughs> <laughs> I just ran. Just remember, for this week, it's total points scored in both yep. Monday Night Football I games. I just randomly threw it out there. 156. 156. So we'll, those picks will be on uh, Picks Game Pick'em, so jump on there, throw your picks in. It'll be fun to watch every week. 
uh, everyone's picks and how they do. And then the winner's going to get something cool. So, yeah. All right. That's been a lot of fun. Uh, week one is here. So damn excited. And uh, we get real football. We've been waiting. Seems like a long time for it. Yep. And uh, and now it's here. And then we'll bitch because the season will go by like that. It sure will. And, uh, and then apparently the Cowboys will be winning a Super Bowl. So that's cool. Uh, to close it out, we'll <laughs> we do what we always do. Uh, game picks of our own teams. Winning. <laughs> All right. Winner and score from Giants at Dallas. Dallas. I was going to say duh. Um, that wouldn't work. I'll take Dallas, obviously. And obviously. My prediction will be uh, 27 7. 27 to 7? Correct. 27 to 7. Winning! It's fantastic. <laughs> um, all right. Cincinnati at Seattle. I have, Seattle. yeah, I definitely have Siddle. How the Sea Chickens winning that game? Uh, 34 17. Holy shit. Yeah. It's just out the gate. Out the 30 gate. plus points. Oh, yeah. Already. 34 17. Because again, I can't just you know, shut them out. <laughs> Got a bend, don't bend, break. Bend, don't break. That's right. All right, my friend. This will be a fun season. I'm glad we're doing it again. Anything else you want to add? No, nah, man. Out of here. Thanks for listening, everybody. We really appreciate all your support. Uh, we have a blast doing this. And here we go into week one of the NFL. And uh, for the first time this regular season, go Hawks. Go Cowboys. Go Cowboys.